Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown Podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht, Season 3, Episode 4, Oopsie Daisy. Here's your 30-second recap. The crew continues to deal with difficult charter guests. Marcos injures himself while prepping the weirdest meal of his career. As the guests start to bicker amongst themselves, there is a self-tanner couch incident that no one will own up to. The guests are treated to a beach picnic and a multi-decade dinner. The nightmare guests leave a shocking tip, and Gary and Daisy share a steamy kiss in the hot tub. Okay, so (laughs) Kelly, what are your thoughts about this episode, and what were your favorite moments or quotes? This episode was just chocked full of awesomeness and annoyingness. Let's Chuck. just talk about Chuck for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I said last week that his behavior, it reminded me of someone who constantly complains about food and service just so he can get things for free. <laughs> and I think I may have been correct in my guess. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I listened back to your podcast from last week, and that's exactly what you said. And then we find out that's exactly what he does for fun, according to Rhett on the weekends. He was so just irritating. And I don't know if it was an an act. I really believe it was himself. I think that was his true self. I think you're right. I was like, is he just trying to be difficult and shocking just for the cameras? But I'm thinking that's just Chuck. Yeah, Every time he said that the food was disgusting, I just wanted to flip that little straw hat right off of his head. (laughs) But the real star of the episode, I thought, was charter guest Rhett, who was uh, Erica's hairdresser, Janelle's husband. Yes. Him muttering under his breath about what a jerk Chuck was. 
I just loved it so much. I agree. Um, Rhett was the hero, the, the winner, the rock star, the big man on campus, the winner of all the big stuffed toys at the <laughs> fair. He said everything we were saying watching this episode. And am I the only one who was disappointed that they didn't get to go a few rounds? Like I was waiting on the beach, like at the yes! beach neck. I was just waiting for Rhett to just clean his clock. Yeah, I could tell he was really trying to contain himself. Yeah, yeah. So that he didn't do that. My favorite, though, was watching Tom come up and ask a couple questions, see if they needed drinks. And then <laughs> I think it was Erica mentioned, there's just a lot of drama. And he's like, I don't want to be a part of the drama. And just slowly <laughs> backed up. <laughs> he's like Homer Simpson going into the bush. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Fantastic. And then Colin had one of the best quotes of the night and he's consoling Marcos in the galley and saying, you know, don't let that guy get to you. He says that guy's got the taste buds of a billy goat. I thought that was very specific. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, goats eat anything. So I guess that's the point. You know, they'll eat like a tin can or weeds or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of stuff did happen on the beach though. Not just Rhett being the rock star that he is. Yeah, Tom found some dried palm fronds and made the beach picnic setup look nicer. And he was very proud of himself. I was proud of him. That looked really good. It did look good. (laughs) But he thought Gary would notice and like be proud of him. I'm like, Gary's not noticing palm fronds. (laughs) Sorry, Tom. He needs to just not worry about Gary anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else happened on the beach picnic? Well, let's talk about this fantastic Boca Raton-esque necklace that Cindy gave to Daisy. (laughs) It was a statement necklace, would you say? It it was a statement. (laughs) A la Countess Luann. (laughs) That was a, uh, the the response that Daisy had was, oh, thanks. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of the feeling. That was funny. I liked how... She was like, do you want to wear it like inside your collar or outside? And she's <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever you think. <laughs> Glenn noticed it as soon as they got off the, the little boat. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That's hilarious. He's like, nice necklace. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he I'm sure he knew exactly where it came from. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, did you like the moment when Erica's mom fell in the water and Erica was like oh I hope my phone is okay I'm glad she was okay yeah me too okay so since it's about time to prep dinner Glenn decides to go sailing right on cue (laughs) makes sense (laughs) and Chuck says that he thinks the experience is overrated and Erica says she thought the last time it was very majestic to which Chuck says you know what's majestic our cat (laughs) I'm so glad I understood what they said because I was like, Arcadia, like I thought they were talking about another place. Like I didn't, uh. oh. <laughs> that would make more sense, but was- um, yeah, I've never heard a cat described as majestic, but I did look on their Instagram to find their cat. I found two different ones, but there's not really much about their cats, but they're not anyway. majestic. Not the word that came to mind when I saw the pictures. <laughs> 
while preparing the strangest meal of his career, Marcos cuts his head in the walk-in fridge. When I saw his boo-boo, mm-hmm. what immediately came to mind was another one of my favorite shows, Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> Ew. Do you ever watch Dr. Pimple Popper? I know what it is. Okay. So he's holding part of his scalp in his hand and it's like I the hair is like fluttering. And then the camera goes back to the top of his head. And it reminded me of when Dr. Pimple Popper removes like a gnarly parlor cyst right <laughs> after it's been popped. It's just, I don't, that's oh exactly what I thought of. And I mean, I feel bad that he hurt his head because that looked like a serious injury. Um, Did he think he was going to be able to reattach the scalp the hair i don't know but nobody really knew what to do he asked daisy if if she thought it would grow back (laughs) she's like like, i don't know wrong person (laughs) they need to address whatever it was that like cut his head because that needs to be fixed whatever that that was was. so bad and he needed some juice he looked like he was gonna pass out Mm -hmm. dr pimple popper though first thing that came to mind gross he rallies <laughs> and can we just talk about the menu okay. <laughs> um okay so this is the menu that the group the charter guests have decided on yes spicy tuna crispy rice okay. ribeye steak with broccoli spaghetti with marinara sauce <laughs> which pairs nicely with mashed potatoes right creamed spinach and salmon like the weirdest combination of food i mean i understand billy goat taste buds simple taste buds i get it this menu kind of reminded me of like when you would go out to eat with your grandparents and they would take you to like the local mom and pop we've got everything on our menu oh like one of those places you get a lunch tray and you go down the line yes yes at like four o'clock yes because they had a coupon Uh uh-huh that's what this maybe without the spicy crispy rice or the spicy tuna rice. Yeah, but that's, that's what it reminded fancy. me of. Mm-hmm. But his food looked amazing. Yeah, it did. So the moment where Cindy is singing to Glenn as Marilyn Monroe, Ugh. very hard to watch. <laughs> Gary's reaction to it, priceless. It was priceless. And I, I wrote... <laughs> So I take notes as as I watch, so I don't forget mm-hmm. things. And um, I wrote cringy. This is so utterly yeah. cringy. And I think I'm using that word right. I'll have to ask my daughter, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm using that word right. So I think so. Her outfit that she was wearing, the only thing that was like Marilyn Monroe esque, really, was that blonde wig, that weird yeah. peacock dress. Yeah. Why did she think that was Marilyn Monroe esque? And I feel like she's the only one who dressed up. Yeah, it wasn't much of a decades party. I mean, somebody might have been in a flapper costume. I don't think the stews were probably super into it. They just wanted to, like, feed these people and get them off the boat. Well, I mean, I get it. I was right there with them. Mm-hmm. Get their bellies full. Put them to bed. Exactly. <laughs> so the next day, this is the day that they are disembarking. There right. is a little scene of Chuck with a briefcase counting out money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I'm a baller. What? What? <laughs> and then we find a big stain on the couch from some self-tanner. Glenn approaches Cindy about it and says, you know, going to have to pay for this. And yeah. she says that she did not sit on the couch. And then 
there are two quick scenes of her kind of sitting on the couch and rolling around <laughs> on the couch. And can we just get an Emmy for the editors? And thank you, Bravo editors, for your service on this one. Were you surprised when Cindy didn't own up to making the stain on this beautiful off-white <laughs> couch? Yeah, the $50,000 couch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Cindy since then has really doubled down on Instagram saying that it was her friend Susan that stained the couch. And she posted a picture of herself and Susan and another friend. And she was like, I don't wear self tanner. I'm a redhead. So I don't use self tanner. I'm like, that's exactly who needs to use self tanner. Right. (laughs) Because redheads. And Susan has this beautiful porcelain skin. She does not look tan at all in a good way. So finally, the guests are departing and Chuck declares that he has never had so much fun in his entire life. Oh, my word. How much fun did he really have, though? Like, do you think he was having fun being a jerk the whole time? I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had a great time. Yeah. So how was the tip? <sighs> $6,500. The lowest tip we have ever seen on one of the Blow Deck shows. That was just the biggest F you to that hardworking crew. Yeah. And don't you think, even though Chuck didn't love the food, they should have tipped at least 15 to 20%? Oh, for sure. I know a lot of it is for the show and for mm-hmm. TV and whatnot. You have to tip your people. Even when you go on a regular cruise, like a big party cruise ship, you still have to tip. I mean, it's just common courtesy. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you think that Daisy talking about how much she and the crew didn't like the Rose family, do you think that hurt them in their tip amount? Oh, like from last season? Because I don't know that they were aware this season, like the grumblings that were being said down below. Well, Um, so just before they left, Daisy was at the bar with Janelle, possibly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think she made an off off the mark Mm -hmm. comment. And then Daisy just like unloaded. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of the worst. We hate them. Uh-huh. And so I wonder if Janelle turned around and went downstairs and was like, you are not going to believe what they said. Because then they could say, well, yeah, I mean, we're only going to give you $6,500, you know, mm-hmm. as being a person who's been in the service industry, <laughs> you at least wait until you have the tip in your hand before you like unload about them. It's yeah. just, and I- Chuck is saying on other podcasts that like, only he, Erica, and Cindy tipped, sure. but that is not true. We have seen from other people that were on the boat that the other people did leave some tip. So I don't know exactly what the truth is, but not cool, guys. You know what I am going to say? Hmm. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's priceless. It's time to go out. Yes. And Glenn, I love when he's trying to tackle that couch stain and Daisy's like has a drink in her hand. She's like, um, I cannot focus on this right now. Um, gotta go, gotta drink, gotta get some tequila in me. And it just reminded me of when my husband wants to tackle some project at the house right before Ray to walk out the door. He does this to me all the time. (laughs) I felt the irritation in that moment. I felt. It was such a dad move on Glenn's part to have Daisy help with the stain removal right before they went out. (laughs) Yeah, her drink was in her hand. And they had already been drinking. I mean, that was not I'm pretty sure that probably wasn't their first. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so they go to dinner. 
everyone gets drunk, even mm-hmm. Marcos. Of course, he's trying to um, not feel the pain in his head. It seemed like a really good um, bonding dinner. You know, they were all like everybody was kind of getting along and it was good. And then Daisy and Gary went outside the area to have a smoke and she asked him, so who are you going to hook up with tonight? And he said, you. So, boom, I called it. (laughs) He totally called it. I know it's going to happen. I know it. Yes. And then they get back to the boat and Ashley kisses Gary on the dock. What is what? She's that still, feel still like trying to get water. <laughs> I know. She's still trying to get him. Yeah. He uh, sends her off yet again. And then the crew is helping wrap Marcos's head in <laughs> saran wrap. And Tom says, good thing. The good thing about saran wrap is you can't see it because it's <laughs> saran wrap or something. <laughs> Another good Tom quote. Another fantastic Tom quote. And, you know, I'm really surprised that Marco was able to feel anything with the amount of booze they were all ingesting. So right. my head was hurting so bad when he was wincing and they're trying to wrap his head up. And that's like hot mess express watching that happen. So it was just that was rough. That was a rough episode for Mar- poor Marcos. Yeah, it was. So everyone's getting into the hot tub and there's a quick pan to Glenn in his bunk with his noise canceling headphones <laughs> on and he's eating M&M's. And I just thought, oh, that looks so nice. Like, I don't need a hot tub and tequila. I would be in my bunk like Len eating M&M's. Yeah, with the big fluffy comforter and stuff. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It looked great. And so it's interesting that, like, the least interesting thing in this episode was Ashley decides to hook up with Tom. How much else crazy things going on that, like, yeah. we're like, oh, okay, got it. So... Like- Am I the only one who was sad about Tom hooking up with Ashley? I was sad. I mean, but, I mean, it's a transaction. It, hopefully, it sure hopefully his heart does not get broken. Did notice was that Gabby was all about watching. She was watching Tom and Ashley. She was taking their <laughs> pictures. And then she comes up and starts watching Gary and Daisy. <laughs> and I'm like, sis, what are you doing? <laughs> She was very voyeuristic and it um, very much implied that Mm -hmm. Tom and Ashley were going to drop anchor and Gary and Daisy were going to drop anchor Uh and then drops his beer bottle in the hot tub. (laughs) And I went into full mom mode. I was like, oh my gosh, glass Glass in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) What about your bare feet? (laughs) Your feet, your feet. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have felt that if they did get caught cut in no. that moment but so did you watch watch what happens live with gary and daisy i didn't i missed it it was pretty cute um admitted that he had had a crush on daisy since day oh, one. Oh, that's so sweet yeah. so they were pretty cute but you know they didn't share too much about uh their relationship whatever that is um yeah all for it i like i like the two of them together so we'll see what happens oh it's good We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with our next segment. Time for Hot Tub Convo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite Below Deck cast members. We have more information on the omelet plane situation. Daisy and Allie discussed it 
in more detail on their podcast. And Daisy said that Cindy was not happy about being stuck in Economy Plus. What is it with this group and adding plus to the end of thing? <laughs> Seriously. Medium plus. Medium plus, plus. Economy plus. <laughs> so she kept coming up to first class. And the flight attendant was getting increasingly irritated. Surprise, surprise. And apparently both Cindy and Chuck were very rude. Again, surprise. When Chuck woke up, he was drunk. And the flight attendants served them with some kind of notice that they were banned from the airline or something. So when they landed in Heathrow, armed police escorted them off the plane. Apparently, this bad behavior continued in the airport and they almost got arrested. (laughs) This scene, this just makes me think of Bridesmaids where Kristen Wiig keeps sneaking up to first class. Yes. And she tells the flight attendant, "Um, it's not me. She puts on sunglasses and she says, this is a very strict plane that I'm on. (laughs) And then when she goes back to her seat, she opens the curtains and she says, because it's civil rights. (laughs) Oh, God. So funny. Susan and Janelle, who are on the trip, um, Janelle's the hairdresser. They've um, bashed Chuck and Erica on social media this week and saying they were totally appalled by their behavior and that they will never talk to them again. Janelle will not do her hair again. And then Susan said that this week she's on vacation in San Antonio. And she ended up at the same resort as Chuck and Erica and Cindy completely by accident. And Erica wanted to like watch the show together since they were both there. And she's like, heck no. Um, and then Susan heard from the resort that Chuck complained and got $500 off of their bill <laughs> at the resort. <laughs> Oh, right on brand. So, this uh, is coincidence at all. I, I mean, call me cynical. I there's no way that this group just happened to be in the entire world at the same hotel. There's no way. I know that's what she said though. Now, if it really did happen that way and it was just by chance, please go out and buy me some Powerball tickets because y'all are just that lucky. <laughs> that's right. It's time for our segment, Join Me in the Wheelhouse, where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. It's hard to choose someone, but I'm going to have to go with Chuck. Yeah. I mean, Maybe yeah. Cindy. I mean, Cindy, apparently she paid them back or, you know, she took care of her end of the bargain, whatever. Um, but Chuck is just continuing on with his brattiness nonsense well you know cindy did say that she paid to have that couch cleaned but daisy has come back and said no they cleaned it out with that vanish spray which i googled that immediately to figure out if i could get some of that (laughs) (laughs) you know you're middle-aged if (laughs) um but it's some australian product and it was kind of pricey anyway i'll be looking for it That's right. So yeah, Chuck and Cindy were calling you to the wheelhouse. And in fact, Glenn kind of did call you to the wheelhouse. (laughs) Uh, So tomorrow, although when you're listening to this, I guess it'll be last week, um, Below Deck Down Under premieres. And we will start discussing it on the podcast next week. And I'm very excited to discuss the hot captain and all the scuba diving. And Aisha is back. Oh, awesome. So well, I can't wait to hear your take on the scuba diving because you've done some scuba diving in some pretty amazing places. So yeah, super excited to talk about that. Awesome. 
That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at Above Deck Pod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. It's time for our segment, Join Me in the Wheelhouse, where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Sound effect. Boom. Slam. (laughs) On trumpet. (laughs) Oh, it's very Ron Burgundy of me. Sorry. Go ahead. Totally. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Okay.